a new revelation that the Republican National Committee's anemic fundraising has left it with a paltry $8 million on hand. Not exactly the war chest a major political party needs in an election year, especially considering Democrats have nearly three times as much in their coffers. Speaking to Puck, one RNC member offered this blunt assessment, quote, we're not in as strong of position as we'd like to be. Certainly fundraising is way below what we've hoped. Puck also reports Trump world is rather unhappy with the state of affairs at the RNC, and they are looking to install a MAGA loyalist at the top. Something Steve Bannon openly advocated for earlier this week when he called for the ouster of party chair Ronna Romney McDaniel. Why is Ronna McDaniel and that team over there? They don't want to do it because they understand they're culpable. What in the hell was RNC doing? They're guilty of a mortal sin against this republic. And that sin is not going to go away until she is removed as the chairman of the RNC. I'm tired of the happy talk and we're going to, you know why she's got to take out a line of credit? Because you cut her off, right? The war room, I said not another penny, not another 25 bucks or 50 bucks a month, not one cent until they're gone. Okay, now let's just be clear here. The idea that Steve Bannon, too shirt is strategic genius, is solely responsible for the pitiful fundraising of the committee is laughable. That's not it. But it does remain true the MAGA movement has had it with the RNC, which is ironic for a number of reasons. First of all, because RNC chair Ronna Romney McDaniel is so unabashedly pro-MAGA, she tried to pressure Nikki Haley, Trump's only credible remaining opponent in the Republican primary, to drop out, only for Trump to then stab McDaniel in the back so he could play benevolent dictator and say that Haley should stay in the race. It's also ironic because Trump, of all people, is partially responsible for the RNC's financial rows. Because his super PACs are hoovering up all of the small dollar donations so he can use them to pay his tens of millions of dollars in legal bills. And to be clear, it is always the case to some extent the presidential candidate and their movement controls the purse strings of their respective parties during election year. But Trump is just on another level as he subsumes the Republican Party into his own party of one. And you can see the trickle down effects of this all over the country as the Republican Party, as a party, destroys itself like a snake eating its own tail. A lot of the problems are because Trump himself is a conspiracy-obsessed maniac who cultivates the most deranged characteristics in his diehard policies. I mean, from time to time, you'll see, like, weird party fights crop up. It's not, you know, and those happen in Democratic Party sometimes, but, like, the sort of full-spectrum nuttiness and fighting from state to state. Again, in states that are going to be really crucial for the election, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. Yeah, I mean, here's what's crazy. Back before Donald Trump took everything over, he was the crank. He was like the head crank in charge, and he was surrounded by lots of other cranks. But the voters wanted him, and normal Republicans sort of eschewed him and wanted to walk away from him. But what has happened over the last seven years is the total inverse of that, the reverse of it. So right now, Donald Trump now is surrounded by people like Susie Wiles and Chris Lasavita and has real people around him, but he has stacked the rest of the party right. with lunatics and cranks whose only qualification, you just said this, but this was this was sort of my point too, is 
the reason that there's been this brain drain is because the litmus test or the qualifications necessary now to be in the party apparatus is only are you the most MAGA? Are you the most loyal to Trump? And people who are willing to be like in the Kerry Lake sort of vein of total sycophant to Trump, those are the people who are rising to the top. But they never they don't have any real skills. You know, they're not capable of running state parties. They're not capable of making things happen. And so weirdly now, Trump controls the money. He controls the center of gravity. And he's populated by sort of this pygmy colony of weirdos uh, who do nothing but support him. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies. Because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bann. It's Friday, 2 February in the year of our Lord, 2024. Uh, welcome to the War Room. Pygmy colony of weirdos. <laughs> That's a new Is that politically correct enough to be used on uh, MSNBC? guess we'll have to check that out. Steve Hayes walking through doesn't like the MAGA takeover of the RNC. Should be news out today. Rumor has it. We'll have to see. Uh, like I said, not no more money. We don't take full credit for the RNC uh, being broke, but I will take credit for the War Room posse, who is known as being quite generous, right? But a, very, a lot of discernment. They have not given her a penny. And that's put a big dent in it. And not going to give a penny. Don't care. You know, all this talk about they're going to lair, they're going to be all these kind of things. That's fine. Lair all you want. Do everything you want until she's gone and the people around her in her inner circle are gone. Not another penny. So we'll see how they do. Take a bigger credit line out. You know, hawk more stuff. They're supposed to be hawking your data right now. You know, barring against the data, barring against, uh, barring against um, the building, uh, all of it. Uh, want to get to... Um, the key point there is that uh, they're saying, um, oh, well, President Trump, you know, he's he's hoovering up all the things for his legal. He did spend $50 million illegal. This was the point, the center of gravity of my of my talk the other day uh, at Charlie Kirk's amazing Restoring National Confidence. And if the RNC had workshops like that and conferences like that with these dedicated um, county chairmen, dedicated uh, precinct strategy folks that are just incredible giving of their country to their country giving to the republican party giving to the MAGA movement and they say they've been disrespected they say they've been disrespected by the rnc they've been fought by the rnc it's still the same country club and of course you've got the red state analysis that shows that the spending hasn't changed at all i mean they've got the charts that show the the dnc is putting their money where they need to in order to uh, to try to win and the RNC is still doing flowers and limos and, you know, and uh, and private planes and expenses and paying, you know, some guy $26,000 a month, of which, by the way, that resolution never even got brought up. That shows you how lack of interest the leadership over there uh, has. 
uh, President Trump, remember, we wouldn't have any of this if President Trump hadn't come back and tried to save his country. This is why they're trying to take his business from him in New York in an update. That judge has said now it's going to, he's missed the 31 January date. He is going to be uh, mid-February. I would not take that immediately as a win. There could be some very nefarious things going on behind the scenes. I think Weisselberg, the former CFO, is in some sort of talks with a prosecutor about something else. So don't take that as a victory. But it is that he did miss the deadline. Uh, President Trump's looking for new lawyers on the appeal of the outrageous $88 million or $83 million, whatever it is, outrageous defamation suit. Of course, they've taken off the calendar. Jack Smith's, you know, oh, it's going to start March 4th, start March 4th, start March 4th. I think MSNBC has been probably more wrong about Trump's legal and what's going to happen with Weissman. These guys up there lying every day about what's going to happen than they have been about Ukraine. It's, it's close. But MSNBC has been just so dead wrong on, on so many things, including the return of President Trump and the rise of the MAGA movement, of which now they've, they've hit full panic mode. Uh, Fannie Willis says she's not going to back down. Fannie Willis, they're going to get, you know, th- this, this is moving between uh, Colton Moore, others on that committee, but also people putting pressure to get the attorney general to bring, a, you know, in panel a grand jury. Hers is falling apart. South Florida don't hear about it anymore. That's taking more time. Uh, it's uh, the the uh, the um, immunity doesn't come to the Supreme Court. I think until next week or the week after, they may not rule on that until June. So uh, the crazed Jack Smith uh, looks like it's going to be bumped into the summer, and then it's going to be then it is direct election interference. I mean, it's it's election interference now, but then it's up in your face. Won't be able to have the trial. But the reason he's got to raise his money is because of all that, and that is why there shouldn't have been a primary. The RNC, the, the, the mortal sin of the RNC is not at the senior level accepting the fact, irrefutable fact, that the 2020 election was stolen. That's the railhead of everything coming forward. In American history, it'll, 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 be, it'll be determined that that is, that Trump had the election stolen in 2020 and then returned against all odds, against all odds to win an even a bigger comeback than the 2016 uh, victory over the Clintons. And so for the second time, beat the globalist uniparty apparatus for the second time against all odds with everybody arrayed against him. He did it. And in this, Ronna McDaniel and the people around her put on a phony phony primary, which is a vanity project, really a vanity project for a lot of the billionaires. They want to see that they're kingmakers, right? I'm going to write Ron DeSantis a big check and he's going to be a kingmaker. You do realize that that Elon Musk, all the Elon Musk fanboys out there, the Elon Musk dangled uh, in front of um, in front of Ron DeSantis and his wife Casey. He dangled a hundred million dollar contribution, right? He's always running around saying, "I'm going to do- donate a hundred million dollars, hundred million dollar contri- contribution." Until they had that fiasco. That's the reason that DeSantis DeSantis did that ridiculous open, you know, of his campaign. Well, the $100 million faded away as a bunch of billionaires realized the Vandy Project was blowing up on them. Remember, $350 million. I think they announced yesterday DeSantis has spent $160 million. Every penny of that, every penny of what the RNC spent on the other $350, every penny of what Nikki Haley's raising is going to continue to raise, all of that money is a massive opportunity cost could have gone into securing the election. 
Talk about Christine Caramo and the fight up in, in, in Michigan. Talk about Jeff DeWitt and the big fight out in Arizona. Talk about what Chris Hayes is saying. Oh, they got these crackpots and cranks. And the woman, the woman female calls you a pygmy colony, a pygmy colony of weirdos. Or is, is the diversity police of MSNBC, that they let that go down? Or is she now banned forever? Pygmy colony of weirdos. That would be you folks. Pygmy colony of weirdos. Um that are, are, to be brutally frank, and a lot of this is the precinct strategy, are strapped for cash. There's no doubt about that, strapped for cash. In fact, we're talking about right now trying to work with the people, the electors, to do various fundraisers so the electors can get some legal bills paid because people are strapped for cash. Well, think about it, $350 million to date, and it'll be $500 million, a half a billion dollars, one half a billion dollars that would have been spent on securing the elections, on doing the logistics and infrastructure, both legal and practical, to get out the vote and to make sure you can ensure the vote, all the legal you would have to fund to be ready on the trigger like we were in 16 when we scrapped it together with Dom again and we had filings, we were ready to go. We were ready to close on the victory. And guess what? We closed on the victory. This is what you need to do. But that money, no, that money had to be spent by consultants and the Frank Lenses of the world and all these big, you know, uh, pollsters and people doing, um, you know, targeted uh, targeted marketing segments and, and get out the vote. A half a billion dollars to do what? A half a billion dollars to c- try to convince MAGA voters, which are 80 or 85 percent of the Republican Party, to try to convince 80 percent that they didn't want to support Donald Trump, that Donald Trump was a bad guy and Donald Trump uh, could not win the presidency. Oh, oops, by the way, morning consult out with another poll shows Trump up all seven battleground states in a lead of 48-42 uh, over Biden. But to convince you, spend all the money. Just want to make sure you understand this. That is the mortal sin of the, uh, of the RNC, to fail to understand the depth of people's belief and knowledge and understanding that the 2020 election was stolen President Trump is our standard bearer and that he is the one that must go back into the White House and right these wrongs. It's just it, it, it uh, just there's an internal logic to it. And they play to the worst elements of the donors, donors who hate Trump. And you know why they hate Trump? They hate Trump because of you. Remember, always and everywhere, President Trump puts you in the room in a town where not in the room, not in the deal. He puts you in the room and he puts you at the head of the table. That is a mortal and unforgivable sin to the elites in this country. Short commercial break. We're going to be back in a moment. Make sure you want to get jacked up today to follow the war room because it's got a lot going on. Warpath Coffee, warpath.coffee slash war room. Try the dark roast. Got my Warpath right here. I'm all jacked up. Warpath.coffee. Check, check, uh, check the dark roast. Warpath.coffee. War room. Get your discount. Short commercial break. We got Brat. We got Lejure. We got Matt Schlapp. We got a special guest from Bloomberg News is going to be here. All of it next in the war room. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. 
Now you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, we're going to be following the RNC closely this morning. There's supposed to be some announcements. We'll follow it and see if anything. Remember, she doesn't go and the people around her don't go. No money. Uh, we're going to have a gathering of the tribes, a gathering according to MSNBC of the pygmy colony of weirdos will take place in the nation's capital. Matt Schlapp, thank you for joining me. We want everyone in the war room to cut off the RNC, but we want everybody in the war room to show up at CPAC because we're going to have, we got so many events uh, scheduled for War Room Posse members. They're going to be jacked up. The speakers are incredible. Matt, you got some special announcements today you and Mercedes have been working on. Can you, can you share them with our audience? Well, since you just came back from this RNC confab, Steve, I think it's very important for everyone to know that CPAC is not neutral on Donald Trump. We're all in. Uh, and we are pleased to announce on the War Room with you, Steve Bannon, that Donald Trump is going to break the records and come to CPAC for his 14th appearance next month, uh, February 21st to the 24th. Uh, CPAC, uh, he beats the Reagan record. Trump's coming. He's not even letting the South Carolina primary wow. get in the way of him coming and addressing, which he knows is the heart and soul of this whole thing, which is conservative, America first. That's the heart and soul of this whole movement. So he's coming, and he's going to give a major address. By the way, you can plot, as I have, the uh, the return of President Trump beginning with that CPAC speech he gave yeah. uh, a couple of years ago, right? Uh, after yeah, he left Orlando. The White House. That was really the beginning of him saying, Orlando saying, hey, yeah. not only am I not going away, I'm coming back. So uh, CPAC has always been a great platform. Do you have a day do you anticipate? So CPAC, we'll talk about the whole, talk about the series of events on Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday, everybody, yeah. I'm telling you, the tickets are priced right. Schlapp, Mercedes, and Matt did this because they want to get as many people as possible. That's They've right. They've got stuff starting on Wednesday night. We may we may have some other announcement stuff. We're going to also try to augment into the thing. But starting Wednesday night, walk me through Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, so quickly on the tickets, we usually, for our cheapest ticket, of course, are students. They're dirt cheap. But for us adults, uh, it was about 400 bucks for four days, and we decided to make that 95 bucks for four days. Quite honestly, our fundraising is going very well at CPAC, and we thought, let's do everything we can to subsidize uh, for these grassroots folks so as many people can be there as possible. So I do encourage people. Uh, we're, uh, we're almost going to run out of hotel rooms, and these tickets will be at this price only for a short while longer. We're going to have to raise them. So please go to CPAC.org and get your tickets. And Steve's right. Look, uh, Steve, you're right. We Wednesday's a big deal. We're having kind of like preseason, but it's it's going to be as important as anything that happens. Dr. Robert Malone is bringing together something like 400 medical experts and politicians, uh, members of the European Parliament, for a multi-day uh, vaccine summit about all the vaccine mandates and how uh, they're lying to you about these vaccines and how the COVID vaccine was just the first one of many to come. So. Uh, 
you know, how do you find true health professionals and how do you know what medical advice to follow? Dr. Robert Malone is going to help us all understand that. And we're going to bring in all the other international folks who are coming. We have something like, Steve, 12 countries who are sending delegations. Uh, we're going to have heads of state at CPAC. That, those announcements will be made soon. Um, but we're going to spend two hours sitting in a, a room together as countries that have these national trends um, in their country and talk about who, you know, best practices, who's doing what, what's working well. Uh, I hope you're going to be with us, Steve, because I think that this might be the most important part of CPAC. Everybody's realizing that it gets back to the grassroots and we have to capture what's working in these different countries because we're all we all have the same problems and we all have the same enemies. Uh, not only that, we're going to do, obviously, broadcast live multiple shows with Real America's Voice and War Room there, Matt. But we're also going to be figure out earlier in the week where we do. I'm going to be there for the entire Robert Malone thing. I would not miss that. What you've done there is extraordinary because you've really taken these great international conferences, brought them here. Also, the heads of state. We're going to try to figure out something to do with them. And, and, the, and the populist nationalist movement worldwide, which if you and Mercedes hadn't gone to Japan, hadn't gone to Hungary, hadn't gone to Brazil, hadn't gone to Mexico— I don't think this movement would be as far along. And you see today you've got the farmers and the populace working together in France and in Germany. It's a worldwide movement. Uh, and that's it's what I'm so excited. Plus, we're going to be there every day. It's a worldwide Go movement. Ahead, and you reminded me the other day, it kind of all started with Nigel Farage, this whole conversation about Brexit. I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. We're sitting there uh, in your embassy and you have this really important dinner and, you know, kind of as Americans, oftentimes we say, look, America is the most important country, in my opinion, and we got so many problems. Why are we going overseas? And what you realize is, is that um, it's very, very important with a little bit of effort and a little bit of coordination, we can really push back on these globalists. And I think our theme, I'm going to try it out with you, Steve. We think CPAC's theme, this should be where globalism goes to die, because we have this pushback on what we all just saw. <laughs> I knew you'd like it. Well, we all just saw Davos, right? I love Which it. is, we don't have the money those guys, we don't have the power those guys have. We just have the people, and they're all going to be together at CPAC. Matt, one more time, uh, President Trump is coming. His fourteenth yep. CPAC. I think that shows you that he supports CPAC and uh, what a platform you guys have provided. Particularly, we had a couple of rough years. You guys yep. came in and turned the thing around. Uh, it's where globalism goes to die. President Trump's going to make a major address, and people should understand in the, in the in the intensity of South Carolina to make sure that he comes back to the nation's capital and puts his stamp on CPAC because we fire off the football across the country and this and across the world is important. Where they get tickets, how they find out more information, how they find where you guys go for the hotels, all the information you guys give. Where do people go? Just go to CPAC.org. You can get all the ticket information, all the hotel information. You can get all the announced speakers that we have. But we're right at the point where we're going to really start making some pretty breathtaking announcements uh, here in the last three weeks. President Trump is obviously the linchpin for all of this. And um, uh, even in our nation's capital, Steve, you bring it up. Ronald Reagan skipped one CPAC in his public life, and it was the night of the New Hampshire primary. And uh, it's a special thing that Donald Trump is not skipping CPAC. He's coming to be with us, even though the South Carolina primary is the Saturday of CPAC. And why is he doing that? He's doing that because he has affection for these people. But he's also doing it to make a statement to everybody, which is this capital is our capital, too. And we, when we win, we are going to flood that city with uh, appointees 
that'll change the direction and course of this country. So it's a real shot over the bow to this woke mayor of Washington, D.C. and all the swamp who are trying to put him in prison. Matt, also uh, give you and Mercedes a, 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 a shout out. Uh, you had a, a town hall with uh, Kerry. Everybody's buzzing yeah. about. I strongly recommend you and Mercedes continue to do that because it's tremendous feedback I heard uh, from the folks down in Green Valley. So um, thank, thank you, you guys for doing it. You she's guys a special. Do a that. She's a special person. Mercy calls her the people's <laughs> senator. She's going to win and she's going to do great work. We know that you married up. There's no doubt about that. Schlapp, what, what's your what's your Mercedes one Mercedes one hang up with you is your is your social media? What, where's your Facebook? Where do people? I mean your your Twitter. Where's how do people get there? She doesn't like my social media because it's not very social. Um, at M Schlapp uh, on all the platforms, and we're making all of our announcements there, and we're going to be releasing the video we took at the border down there uh, in Nogales. Um, it was really eye-opening for me, this Kansas boy, to see people just streaming across. And Mercy and I got to talk to some of these people and really see what the Border Patrol is going through. I think the open border alone would is going to earn Donald Trump this election. Wow. Matt Schlapp, look forward to seeing you at CPAC the whole week. Stuff all right, Steve, thanks for all your help. Conference on vaccines. Thanks, brother. The conference on vaccines is going to be incredible, bringing together all the populist nationalist leaders in Krebel and then CPAC itself. It's going to have every star. And I believe you're going to see uh, people are going to be able to weigh and measure, I think, basically all the viable vice presidential candidates. So it'll be, it'll be huge. Uh, make sure we get that up, uh, Producer Cameron, and of course, Mo and, uh, and Grace. Uh, Captain Bannon, very special day for Captain Bannon. I'll let her explain that in the chats, but a very special day for uh, Captain Bennett. Groundhog's Day, as I say, our groundhog. Um, Dave Brett, when you say CPAC is where globalism goes to die, <laughs> and uh, we're going to get into this tax fiasco. We're going to get into this tax fiasco yeah. in a second, this tax thing that Johnson that Johnson's done. I, I got to tell you, it, 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 he is beyond on thin ice. Uh, he's another one that thinks just not, you weigh and measure, just not happening. I'm hearing all kind of rumors about maybe even the Israel uh, defense. For, they can't pass Ukraine, so they may break out to Israel. It's got to have offsets. Write this down. It has to have offsets. You can find, if it's $14 billion, you can find $14 billion. And don't lie about it. This tax bill that you said you're all setting with the COVID money, that's absolutely not true because the COVID money wasn't actually printed. It's just It's just a placeholder. So you're not, there's no... There's no pay, there's no offset. You got to stop playing games. The worm is not going to let you get away with it. We're going to get into every detail. We're going to get into this tax thing in a second. But Professor Nye at Harvard, if we can put yeah. this up for a second, Professor Nye at Harvard talked about American decline, and he's one of the great public intellectuals up there. Yeah. He essentially <clears throat> said in this in this article, and if the guys can go down to the to the highlight, he said at the end that Donald Trump's the problem with American decline, but most importantly, he said that. To the American, to the country of the United States of America, the rise of populist nationalism is a greater threat to this country than the Chinese Communist Party. Do you agree with that, Dave Brett? No, just straight up. I mean, uh, Americans uh, fear Americans. Uh, in case you missed the memo, I've been across the country lately, traveling like crazy, Atlanta and Texas and up in Pennsylvania and Baltimore, all over. We got there's a hundred million people in this new movement. It's a, it's not a Republican Democrat. It's a populist versus the globalist. 
And so nigh this, this critique of American greatness, the thing that makes America great is the American people, right? And since the beginning, the founders, the, the beginning of our universities, the Puritans, they all had one thing in common. They put God above everything, and then they put their country uh, and service to their country and to their kids, and they're willing to sacrifice uh, to achieve a great republic. And that's American greatness. These political science elitists uh, hit everything except God and the people. The only two things that matter in the universe are God and the people. The rest of it's uh, trivia bowl. Hang, hang on one second. We're going to come back. Oh, my God. Did Brad go there to Christian nationalism? Holy mackerel. Short commercial break. Holy war will take us out back in a moment. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. We need to stand together and support companies that share our values. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to, but without funding the left. If you're sick and tired of the globalist leftist takeover of America's corporations, go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon TV. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon TV and support a company that actually believes in America. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. They're 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching incredibly easy. Keep your number. Keep your phone or upgrade. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash TV or call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT and get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. PatriotMobile.com slash TV or call 972-PATRIOT. Remember, take action, use your agency, action, action, action. War Room, here's your host, Stephen K. Bann. Okay, uh, Birch Gold, you think it's turbulent? There's going to be a firefight on Capitol Hill on this on this uh, welfare expansion of $1.5 trillion. Insane that Johnson used Democratic votes to push through. Immediately had to be done. Had to be done the other day. Nobody could read it. Had to be done. Had to be John Johnson immediately. Of course, the Senate's now saying they're going to put it in. It's so bad and so awful that the awful Senate is going to send it to a finance committee because it hasn't been really marked up. It hasn't been looked at. The numbers haven't been run. And it's (laughs) when Brett and I break it down, you will um, be outraged. Plus, the border thing's dead. They're running around trying to get that alive. They're now talking about Ukraine. You got one of the former national security advisors for President Trump who's off the reservation He's talking about, well, you just got to strip out ammo and, uh, and armaments, and we got to pass that for Ukraine. You got people running around saying, Israel, you got to have a no offset for Israel, $14 billion. Look, the Israelis, correct me if I'm wrong, get free college, free health care. Yeah, they're an ally. We got to get them some stuff, but it's got to be offset. Can't just, we can't be writing checks. Just, you know, checks we don't have. Everything's got to be offset. If you're going to do these things, offset. Where's that money coming from? And not a phony one like they're talking about in this tax bill. We have to be disciplined. And this is what's shocking about Johnson. In an era of which even, and I put it up there, that Steve Schwartzman, who's a guy that was Trump's phony buddy and then turned against Trump and was all for Biden and, you know, over at, uh, over at Blackstone, uh, he comes out this morning, oh, no, we can't take any more Biden. 
And the reason is it's $2 trillion. What's this quote? There's $2 trillion in perpetuity of deficits, and that's not sustainable. So now all the smart Wall Street guys are coming where war room's been. Now they're, they're coming to it. So you can't, well, you got $2 trillion in deficits, and you got supplementals here with billions, 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 and now you got this new tax thing for illegal, a welfare plan for illegal alien invaders, a welfare plan that's going to be $1.5 trillion, and then Brad's done the work on the, on the tax cuts for the conservatives who want. You wait till you see these tax cuts. The mom and pop entrepreneurs that are the backbone of the war room, <laughs> you get, you're getting a couple of crumbs that go away immediately. This is all for Zuckerberg and these guys. I'm not kidding you. The corruption up there, and they think you're idiots. Remember, when you have war room, we can break down anything, financially or with economics, and, and, and present it to working class and middle class people, and let's say, hear the facts. No more go, to, go on Fox and just repeat Smithing there. It's bipartisan pro-growth. Shut up. It's so absurd. It's bipartisan pro-growth, low tax. Shut up. Don't treat us like morons. You're an idiot in this fetish over bipartisan. We don't want to be bipartisan because those people are trying to destroy the country. Okay? So we're taking a stand. Bipartisan this, dude. Get off the fetish. We don't want to be bipartisan. And you know why? They don't ever come our way to try to save the country. All they want to take is more and more and more to destroy the country. So guess what? Put bipartisan up your keister. We're not there. We don't want it. It's bipartisan. You know what he wants to say? Because he can go to the cocktail parties in Georgetown. He can be patted on the head on, in the New York Times. Uh, Congressman Smith was very judicious with lots of discernment and bipartisanship. Your bill sucks. And, hey, note to self, you suck. And don't, don't try to push this when it's so outrageous. And folks in Missouri ought to understand this. Remember, folks, your district sent them here. Just saying. Okay, uh, by the way, birchgold.com slash Bannon. Make sure you get the end of the dollar empire because it's happening, baby. Big article up there. We're in a death spiral. I put it up on Getter. We're in a death spiral. That's what they said. We're in a death spiral now on debt because we refuse to address it. Because in the middle of a crisis, what is Johnson and the Republican? And he does a suspension to bring in all the Democrat votes. Note to self, if you have to suspend the rules to bring in Democrat votes, it's normally not going to add stability to the country. It's going to be another payout, another Keynesian stimulus. We don't need another payout for all the constituents of Biden. Why would you do that? Oh, I got it. I tell you why you do it. Because the lobbyists over there in big tech that are all over the Jim Jordans of the world and now all over you, Kevin McCarthy, what Kevin McCarthy has done to the country, bringing all these guys in, the Sequoia Capitals of the world, they want additional tax cuts. And that's what that bill is. Tax cuts for the rich and wealthy. Uh, cash payments with no work requirements to illegal aliens. And guess who pays for it? Hang on. Wait for it. Wait for it. You. This is why Nye's thing is so outrageous. Nye talks about, oh, we have capital markets that are steady in the American military. That's all you. He fails to make the point that Dave Brat brings up. It all rests on your shoulders. And yet you're the populist nationalist and you're the biggest threat in the country. You're a bigger threat than the Chinese Communist Party. Okay, Brother Knight, then I, we deem you enemy of the people. You believe the populist nationalist movement is a greater threat than the Chinese Communist Party, the most murderous dictatorship since the Nazis, and I actually think in many regards worse than the Nazis because I don't remember the Nazis killing, murdering a half a billion uh, babies, right? Uh, the Chinese Communist Party has murdered 
murdered 450 million uh, babies in the womb, forced abortion in the worst way possible, and, 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 and destroyed so many young women. Oh, and by the way, 80% of that have been Chinese girls. A murderous dictatorship. And you just said, bro, in your article that the populist nationalist movement in the United States of America is more dangerous and a bigger threat to this country than Chinese Communist Party. Hey, bro, you're an enemy of the people, officially deemed, okay? No, we're not a bigger threat. You're a bigger threat. You know why? Because you've, you've, just like all the Harvard elites and all the global elites, you've leached off of and glided off of the hard work of the working class and middle class of this country that have paid the taxes, have been the little platoons of Burke that have civic society, built the churches, coached the Little League, did everything that this is why we have liquid capital markets. It's not our SEC. It's not our securities laws. It's not that. It's the stability of the nation, the stability of the nation that the deplorables bring, bro. So get the frick out of Cambridge and go around and see something called the United States of America before you call the people in this nation the enemy and the greatest threat to this country, uh, a greater threat than the murderous Chinese Communist Party that's got everything on the, on the Eurasian landmass in full steam in a, in, a, in a kinetic war that's coming our way. How dare you? This is the type of corrupt, corrupt individuals, and they're dangerous. They're dangerous because these public intellectuals are dangerous. I said in this speech in CPAC the other day, one, if not the most dangerous thing in this country, have been these progressive left billionaires because guess what? They're funding all this stuff. In fact, let's get Liz Yorn here. Liz, you've got a counter to the, the Catholic uh, Church has is one of the biggest problems in the border is the official Catholic Church and its charities down there. They're acting with the United Nations, other NGOs funded by these progressive left billionaires that are out to destroy this country. So tell us what we got to counter that, Liz Yorn. All right. Well, to counter it, uh, we, there's a big group of Catholic traditional activists who have created a platform called ComplicityClergy.com. And we are taking action both on the border issues and on, on bills that are coming across um, to defund places like the USCCB, the Catholic Bishops Conference, uh, the Catholic Relief Services, Caritas International, Catholic Charities. They're on both sides of the border. They're working with the worst leftist organizations like the UN and like the Soros organization. And we are demanding of our bishops through this platform and any Catholics who are watching, go to complicityclergy.com, click on the take action button and send a immediate email to your bishop saying, we want you to get out of the illegal immigration business that you are on the take to corrupt this country. Steve, last year alone in the fiscal year, there were 800,000 getaways. I mean, that is shocking. People who didn't even go through the border system, um, let, let alone break the law. Eight in 1.7 million total since Biden came in office. Now, I'm saying that every American should read the ex-FBI supervisor letter 
Um, it is the most chilling document about the crisis on the border, the imminent danger. And what we need to do, and I'm urging Congress and the bishops, is we need to cut off the funding to these NGOs immediately because they are facilitating human trafficking. They're facilitating the drug cartels. I mean, I, I can't even imagine what parents are going through. Eight or 100,000 young people are dying of fentanyl overdose in this country because of the fentanyl um, invasion at the border. So, you know, we as Catholics are going to take control of the issues that matter. You know, it's very interesting, Steve. We, there's an article up on complicit clergy that I want people to look at. You know, Trump understood the danger of these NGOs working with the Soros um, organizations. Trump cut funding to the USCCB, the Catholic Bishops Conference, by 50%. But Biden increased it by 150%. And so, but this is the same Biden administration that goes after. Hold, hold it, hold it, hang on, hang on, hold, 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 hang on. This is so important. Hit rewind. It is. It is. This is for Stephen Miller. Us, all these. Okay, this is the, okay. This is the key point that the corrupt bishops in the Catholic Church kowtow to a guy who is the biggest pro-abortion guy in the history of this country in a senior office. That would be Joe Biden, much worse than Obama. They kowtow to him. Go back. Trump came in and cut it. By half, he wanted to cut the whole thing, but he cut it by half. Okay, by half. put him on notice, right, Liz? Yes. And Biden comes in and increases, makes makes up the half, and then adds another fifty percent. And this is why they're all for Joe Biden because they're all corrupt and it's all about the money, right? Because he's he's the biggest abortionist that's ever sat in the in the Oval Office, ma'am. Yes. And, you know, here the bishops are remaining silent when all these pro-lifers and traditional Catholics are being arrested and charged with federal crimes, spending, you know, 70-year-old women spending 11 years in prison because they're praying outside an abortion mill, um, trying to pray that children will be saved. You know, look, the leftists, you know, and this is who Biden is, the leftists, I don't know, they have a thing about dismemberment, both inside the womb and once the children children are lucky enough to be born mutilated because of this radical LGBT gender ideology. What is it about mutilating children? And yet, the, you know, the most Catholic president we've had, Donald Trump, who um, appointed Catholic Supreme Court justices, pro-life Supreme Court justices, yes, yes. and, and, you know, choice for school choice, all those issues that are, you know, the, the religious and freedom loving Americans treasure and need yes. um, our government to take the lead. Um, and here we are with this crisis at the border that is driven by so, Catholic so bishops. You, 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 you guys are saying no more Catholic charity, no more Catholic. Is it complicit clergy or complicity? Is it complicit clergy? Complicit? What is the exact site? ComplicitClergy.com. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I thought. Okay. And and they can go there right now. And fill out. Liz, you're amazing. What's your, Liz, fine. We'll get them all. We'll get them all over there. Where's, where's your social media? Well, first Where of all, get to Steve, you, Liz? 
First of all, Steve, at five foot one, I would like to take the lead of the uh, pygmy, pygmy weirdos that they're talking about in MSNBC. <laughs> I, you know, take great pride in that. Um, but they can certainly uh, go to complicitclergy.com for this important legislative initiative. Secondly, um, I'm at yourchildren.com. That's my website. And everywhere else, uh, Elizabeth, right. your Twitter, Getter, to social. And thanks so much, Steve. Liz, Liz, you're one of my mentors. She punches way above her weight, but we're going to deem her today on Groundhog's Day the world's tallest pygmy. Short commercial break. We're going to be back in a moment in the war room. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skin care, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views, publicsq.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner. And you can get started today at publicsq.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner, download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bann. So, Dave Brett, uh, before I go to your, you've got some charts. I want to go to the, your analysis on this tax deal because this is very important. Yeah. Right now, Johnson's running around. Right. He, he's he's saying because you can't you can't trust you know biblical worldview and all. You can't trust this guy. You just can't. He did the suppression vote, uh, a suspension vote to get on the floor by telling by it had to be done. This is an emergency. You had to do it. Now we know the Senate's going. The Senate's not even not going to vote on it. And look for closure. The Senate is going to send it over to the Finance Committee because the Republican Senate, which are no set of fire breathers on deficits, are saying this thing is so awful that it's got to be reviewed and marked up. And they got to see some numbers. They have to see some math because Smith and this group of clowns are lying to people, lying. Walk me through uh, your analysis of this, sir. 
You know, I'll just try to break it down with a few uh, three or four points that'll make it very clear to everybody listening what's really going on. In the first place, it should not be called a tax package, right? This thing uh, should be called a patronage package, which means you just dole out cash to whoever you need for political reasons, right? So they'll compromise, they'll say, we'll give this much to the poor and this much to the rich. Uh, but the American people will be shocked to hear what that breakdown looks like. Uh, so the first point I want to make is the richest 120,000 households would get a larger share of the tax benefits than the bottom 88 million families. 120,000 rich households get more than 88 million normal families. Joseph Nye, pay attention. See if you can focus on that one. Point number two, the poorest 20% of families would receive just $60 on average. The poorest 20% of families get 60 bucks. The rich, 0.1%, get $57,000 each. Uh, here's the winner. This is all tax policy center. You can go look it up, see if they're telling you the truth. Meta, uh, otherwise known as Zuckerberg, Zuckerbucks, uh, we're giving them uh, a nice uh, incentive package. It looks like patronage, right? Uh, they, they need our help, right? Uh, they make uh, tens of billions a year in profits and they would see their effective tax rate go from 25% to minus 2%. We'll basically be paying them, giving them subsidies, right? I mean, so you just cannot make this stuff up. And then on the immigration front, uh, this thing, in addition to giving work permits, you know, the uh, child tax credit policy is kind of a negative income tax. Let's just give uh, the illegal immigrants uh, cash uh, payments on the, on, on the, when they come across the border. And Heather McDonald, she had a piece out a week ago. Everyone ought to check that out at the Manhattan Institute. And a lot of times we pay attention to the cheap labor argument. I think the other side of the equation is actually more powerful. It takes a minute to explain. Uh, but the cheap labor, right, all these Zuckerbuck corporations, Meta and the big magnificent seven firms get their cheap labor along with all the, uh, you know, just the Fortune 500 firms. Uh, but that, what they don't want to focus on is the cost. Who, who pays the cost? So uh, Heather McDonald showed now the cost of one year of schooling, K-12 schooling in Los Angeles is now $50,000 per student. Let that sink in a minute. $50,000. So say someone comes across the border, say they get a job, legal up and up, not legal, they're, they're here illegally, but they make 20,000. They send a kid to school, that's 50,000. How are we doing on net there? We haven't even brought in health policy, we haven't brought in crime, we haven't brought in fentanyl, nothing. So the cheap labor, uh, the firms get all the benefits of the cheap labor, they get more profits, but who pays the bill? You, the American people, Joseph Nye, are you getting hang of this logic yet? It's pretty simple. Hundreds of millions of people right there from Tax Foundation, all the experts, they're telling you who's getting the benefits. So this is not a tax bill. It's a patronage bill. We've got to get the confidence on our, our side of the uh, populist side to have elections where the people vote and we trust them. Right. The more we uh, try to compromise and uh, we're growing the size of government more with this uh, tax but, package but, 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 okay, uh, that's supposed to incentivize growth. It's a welfare. Yeah. It's a welfare. It's a welfare state, yeah. massive expansion. I mean, Stern was right. over here. It's between $400 billion and $1.5 trillion expansion. When yeah. Steve Schwartz and everybody saying, guys, that $2 trillion deficit, you're doing these supplementals, these off-balance sheet things, it's adding to something that's uncontrollable in a death bar. What doesn't Johnson understand about that? Why would Johnson, first off, why would Smith, and Smith, you got to stop saying bipartisan. 
You got that means you're partners with the people trying to destroy this country. We don't want to be bipartisan. Okay, you may get a pat on the head, right, in a Georgetown cocktail party, but we don't care about that. We care about saving our country. So stop with the bipartisan and stop with it. It's pro growth. It's a tax cut. That's all a lie. It's not going to be pro growth. Because you're burying us under more debt. And to know that they put this through and they didn't have a hearing, that they could come up and, and put the, uh, the information through the American people. And Johnson sat there and lied to people and went in his office and they took it to the floor, suspended the rules, got all the Democrats to vote for it because it's essentially a Democrat bill, right? And then, and then lied to people and had to be done. It was an emergency, had to be done, must, had to be done. And the Senate sits there and goes, this thing is so awful. And these are guys that are not, the, the Senate is the patronage, right? They should, ha, they should have like NASCAR. They should have the, the stickers on them of who, <laughs> who their patrons are. Even those guys said, we got to send this. We're not even not going to get cloture for a vote. We're going to send it to the finance committee because this thing is so upside down. It's so awful. And we have to understand the numbers. Dave Brett. Yeah, well, it, it's what I was saying, Mike and the chairman, et cetera, got to take a chance, right? You cannot keep doing the same thing we've been doing for 30 years. The speaker has a megaphone uh, that can tower over all the members of the Republican conference. If the speaker goes out on the media and says, we're running on three things, we got a package. We're running on the debt, uh, we're running on the border, and we're running on China, right? The FBI leader's in there saying yesterday, uh, they're already doing cyber attacks on us and our Fortune 500 still invested and they're not de-risking hardly at all. You run on those three things and you put that bullhorn out and you make the entire conference run on those three things. They don't get to go off and say, I'm doing bipartisan stuff in San Francisco and I get there in a hard slot, right? I've never had that job. I don't think I'd want it. And so they got a margin of one or two and they got to pick up the Senate. But guess what'll do that? You got to give the American people something to dream about, something to believe in. Uh, and if you go all in on China and getting this world realigned, right, getting the globalists out of our hair, uh, and then you clean up the yeah. border, uh, which is destroying New York City and Chicago, the Democrat yeah. mayors are telling you what's going on. This is, hey, Joseph Nye, are you are you sure you're reading yeah. the papers? I don't know if you know what's going on. So you, those three hey, things, hold it. old package walk, you run walk on. Into, hold it. Going to Boston, yeah. they're reporting in Boston, they're taking the African-Americans community center in Roxbury and turn it over to illegal alien invaders yeah. Nye. go to yeah. Roxbury bro when's the last time you've been there seen how real Americans live short break back in 90 seconds brass gonna stick with me special guest from Bloomberg News in a moment New Orleans Apples in your holiday pie taste amazing but it's not exactly the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables the Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and your cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day, which, as you know, is almost impossible. That's why you need to check out Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs, like your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, and your immune system. Yo, folks, the holidays are here, and you need to stay healthy. Plus, you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and veggies, and it tastes amazing. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. 
fieldofgreens.com. Make sure you take take it today. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. War Room Health, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.